Welcome to Teacher Treat Yourself, a podcast about going the distance with teaching. I'm Paige here with my sister Carrie again. Hello. And we have a fun topic today, which is teaching with joy. Um, so joy is my favorite word. You know that about me, Carrie. Yes. I um, started collecting things with the word joy when I was little. I think it was yeah. one of the first words I learned how to write, Mom said. Um, cool. And then I um, named our daughter Ava Joy. That's her middle name. Um, and, and your godmother used to always yes. buy you things whenever she saw like a yeah. picture frame or a magnet or a, a necklace or a pillow that yeah. had joy on it. She still she does would it. give that to you. She still so does cool. it. And I love that. Okay. Um, and then my other daughter is named Grace. Well, let's talk. I came up with five tips to add joy to your teaching day. Just five very easy to apply th- kinds of things. I mean, easy with a little bit of if being intentional, you can apply it. And I, I have to admit, like, I would say these past couple of weeks, I haven't been feeling a lot of joy. Some morale's been down, and I've been stressed out because it's been testing season. And oh, yeah. I just no I need to likes, add joy. Yeah, no one likes that state testing season, Yeah, which for Nebraska, it's in April. Yeah, right. so that's why I wrote this blog post, because I'm like, okay, what can I do to add joy? So my first one is Grace. Yep, and I love what you wrote about Grace. You used one of my favorite quotes. Um, so many of us lit teachers, we love to kill a mockingbird, and I am I am that person too. Awesome book. I love Atticus Finch and his quote, you never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view, until you climb into his skin and walk around in it. And I have always lived, I've always tried to live by those words. I think Mm -hmm. that's so important um, because, you know, we all have our struggles and we just never. Everyone's fighting their own battle. Yeah, we never know what people might be struggling with. So I really try to keep this in mind on a daily basis with coworkers, with students. But you know what? Students, parents too, Mm -hmm. depending on the day you, we as teachers might have to deal with uh, students' parents, which can oftentimes be more challenging than dealing with the young students themselves. Yeah. So I think that's a great thing to think about. We don't know where people are coming from, and it's always good to give them the benefit of the doubt, grace, a little bit of forgiveness, and and yeah. just understanding, um, keeping in mind it goes that, a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might need that, and I think part of the reason I I try to keep it in mind so much is I need others to give me grace and forgiveness so much. We all need that. And also to even my own self, Mm -hmm. like we have to forgive others and give grace and then also forgive ourselves, our students. So keeping that in mind is a way to be joyful. Um, So keeping that you know, in the back of our minds. Now we're taught to not be doormats. And of course I don't want to be a doormat, but I do want to give grace just like so generously, like a buffet of grace, like grace for you and grace for you and grace for you. As Oprah would say, I forgive you for this and that, and then forgive myself. Um, my second idea is gratitude. So just being intentional about being thankful. Um, I read an awesome book by Anne Voskamp that was all about being thankful and keeping your own gratitude journal and listing uh, things you were thankful for. Um, and I ended up getting some little tiny notebooks at the dollar store and passing them out to my students uh, last year. 
this was my writing class. And I said, we're all going to start thankful journals. Cool. And so we, we wrote on the front 1,000 gifts, and I said, let's see if we can list 1,000 things we're thankful for. Oh, wow. The way the sun hits the trees, um, the sweet taste of my coffee. Um, I just I try to journal about it. I've started now just uh, – I have a note in my iPhone called gratitude, and I will just even say to Siri when I'm by myself, Siri, add to the gratitude note. You know, That's awesome. Using um, technology yeah. at its best. I love that. And even, or just thinking at the end of every day, what are you thankful for today? You know, and talking about it at dinner. Um, and a third idea, novelty. Keep things spicy and jazzy because the days go on and on and on, especially this part of the year when yes. we are right Change now in April going into May. I am like, I tell you what, you guys can use the marker to take notes today. Yes. I don't care if you use the highlighter because it's just like, let's jazz it up any yes. way we can. And what's great about that, I love how when I decide to jazz it up with the kids, I love that the following week, since I only see yeah. the kids once a week, they'll ask me the following week, can we do this again? And sometimes I just want to be like, uh, that no, was a one-time no thing. Guys, that was like <laughs> a special thing. But then, you know what? They... When you think about their day, too. Yeah, they need a jazz If they're up. tired of doing the mm-hmm. same thing, sometimes I'll break things out. Like, I've recently started with my younger kids when mm-hmm. I read to them. I have a little basket of squishy toys that they can hold on to and squish. Oh. And, um, some of them are, like, stress balls and some of yeah. them are stuffed animals. I've but, seen teachers who do that. Yeah. Is it when you do your read-aloud? When I do my read out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a little extra time because it does you know, handing it out and yeah. reminding them, doing a little pre-teaching. You hold on to your own stuffed animal. We're mm-hmm. not passing them around. All those things might take a few extra minutes, but the fact that it makes the read aloud more interesting yes. and more fun, something they look forward to, um, I guess it's worth it. Yeah. So it's worth I, the extra I, few I minutes. I was just doing a read aloud um, the other day, and I told the students, you can go ahead and doodle if you want. Oh, yeah. Because I listen better when I'm doodling. We were just talking about professional developments. Yes. We love to doodle. Um, and my students, of course, um, being English language learners, they asked me what doodling meant. And then I had to teach them what doodling was. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's not like you're drawing a full landscape. You know this what I mean? Like art class. Yeah, I'm like kind of showing what the, them what doodling was. Stars, but I've rainbows, heard the, yeah, happy faces. I've, I've found with myself that I focus better when I doodle. So I, I just say, yeah. doodle. Yeah. Get out the sidewalk chalk and write your spelling words. Um, mm-hmm. I've added in the art aspect when I can. Uh, like if we're doing prefixes or suffixes, I'll say... You know, let's make this artsy. Get out um, the glitter pens. Glitter pens. Anything to add some novelty. Um, when I taught first grade, I got the smelly lip glosses, like how you can get the Dr. Pepper lip gloss at um, like Walgreens or Target or whatever, or there's the bubblegum flavor lip gloss. And um, if they were good, I would just go around with my bubblegum lip gloss, whatever flavor, and I would put a smelly on their wrist. Oh. And I would tell them... You know, I'm gonna be coming around with my smelly, I and love you can that. smell it. Now, what so, age did you do that? This with? was first grade, but you know, six, what? seven year olds, six and seventh graders might also secretly love yeah. That. So, so they would get their little smelly. They all loved it. They would just smell their wrist with a Dr Pepper scent, cinnamon bun, bubble gum, <laughs> and great. and it's something that I would tell them 
all come around to the good workers. Oh, you know, I like that. This is not just anyone's getting a smelly. If they're yeah. writing and working hard, as a badge of honor, you get that. You I'm going to try that. And that's even better than always going towards the candy yes. or we know we've all done stickers and stamps, but yeah. Oh, I love that. And peppermint is supposed to help you focus. I'm not afraid oh. to pass out a peppermint candy. Ooh. I learned that in my college psychology class. Let's look up the research on that so we can make sure we include that in our lesson plan. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I heard someone say that that isn't research based, but I beg to differ. Oh, we can it was in my research. book. We can find the research. We'll make, <laughs> we'll sure make our own research. There. You said in December you were passing candy candy out to keep them quiet, right? Yes. So your research Full showed circle. that it worked. Full circle. Okay. Yep. So anyway, um, so the novelty number four. I know you do this too. The are we looking at the uh, end each day? How you want to begin the next? Yes. Getting organized, clearing away clutter. In my case, yes. it's getting rid of all the books that are everywhere on the counter. Um, so, yeah, just you walk in your room before you leave. Yeah, so then the next morning you walk in, you feel peaceful, ready to roll. Your, if you have your materials out, all the better. Right. And this way, if you're running late to work or you had a crazy morning, it's no big deal. It's like yes, you end of the day how you want to begin the next. Yes, I like that too. And number five. My very favorite. You know I love music. Music. Um, yeah. I love to have it playing while students work. Um, I have my Pandora stations that I love. There's an instrumental music Pandora station. Um, you can find, you know, whatever on YouTube. There's studying music. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Pandora station called Beats for Studying oh. where they play um, cover songs. But I do want to say that I've heard... If you're trying to focus, it shouldn't be anything that has lyrics. Right. right. So beats for studying, I I might use more if we're... I actually use it for myself when I'm cleaning and organizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the kids, instrumentals. Instrumentals, something yeah. with no words. Yeah. Whether you find it on YouTube, Pandora, you have a CD right. with instrumental. Right. Um, do you ever do that? Yeah, I well, especially for myself, like you yes. said. Um, but kids love the music. And then I noticed the next thing you had on the website was the vocabulary videos. Yes. I have loved those for oh my, my middle school kids. So awesome. Those they have a great wonderful. one about figurative language. Okay. Have you heard that one? No. And like literary devices. To. Okay. I, I'll tell you the one that you cannot miss if you're an English teacher. They have one for... Um, sources like citing your sources either with a works cited or a bibliography it's it's they use the term bibliography but it is so great and it teaches the kids some great lessons about citing um, the plagiarism too that's awesome yeah. have you found any i've this was not planned on our outline for our podcast but um have you found any good lessons to teach kids how to find a good source for a specific thing um, this is kind of a new standard that I'm noticing that we need to teach the kids. For example, if you're researching about a country, uh-huh. um, what sources are good sources and what sources are bad? Right. Have you done lessons like that? Yeah, that's a huge one in the library. Um, and there's so much out there right now about fake news because right. there's been tons of issues with yeah. um, politics and, and um, the previous election. Yeah. Uh, fake news kind of influencing different aspects. Um, it's now but, an even English and language arts standard. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's gone beyond written, the library, and I'm like, okay, this is a new thing yes. that I need to get on board with, but I I do have a great source for that, or site. Um, mm-hmm. I recommend newzella.com, oh, okay. especially for older kids, intermediate to upper level. It's newzella.com, and they have some that you can do a free trial for three months. Okay. Um, but even if you don't do the paid subscription, they have some great resources that you can use of um, that tie into that topic. Okay, yeah. that sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what do you have any good teaching ideas or anything going in on in your classroom you want to? Well, I guess I've been on. promoting the websites today, but I found the best website resource that I've been recommending to some teacher friends. I found a website called understood.org, and I was first introduced to it during one of my classes that I'm taking. Um, but they have a simulator that teachers or parents can get on to help you understand um, different learning disabilities. They have dyslexia, ADHD. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, they have quite a few. I'd love to see the dyslexia uh-huh. simulator because I'm yes. trying to learn more about that. Yes, they have awesome simulations. But then not they take it a step further. They don't just do the simulation. They give tons of resources for parents Um, But that can certainly also be applied for teachers. Teachers can share with parents or use themselves. And it's it's a newer website that's put together by 15 nonprofits, um, many of whom you'd be familiar with. Yeah. So it's a great resource. Did you share it with your staff? Yes, I did. I shared it with our resource teachers. That's so cool. I think they were really interested. They should almost show that at professional developments because, and I may, I will probably share it with um, my teachers next year too. um, Because we really need ideas for how to work with, you know, kids that have those kinds of, yeah. Um, And I'm always looking for ideas. So I'm definitely going to look into that. So it's understood.org. And it's something we can share with parents, other teachers. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I've just been loving uh, gardening with my students. I taught a plants unit, and um, so we did, I did, um, oh, my little daughter Ava just walked in. Hi, Ava. Hi, Ava. Do you want to say hi? Can you say hi? Can you say hi? Can you say mama? Mama. Yeah. Um, so we taught a plants unit. We got, I went to Target and got um, those little um, seed kits like mint, basil, poppies, sunflowers, and we um, we just planted cups and cups, styrofoam cups of little gardening uh, seeds that we put in our classroom uh, on the window. So, oh, and I bet the kids loved doing that. They totally love it. There is a kiddo who um, he is. Uh, just he needs some joy in his life. Mm-hmm. Speaking of joy, he he's got some rough stuff going on. But I tell you what, he comes in every day. He checks his plant. He's oh. he's a student that other I noticed I think other teachers think that he's a bad kid or maybe he looks rough, but he's a total teddy bear. Oh, he and checks in his plant every day. Every That's day. Adorable. He comes in a couple times. He wants to water it. He's a 6th grade boy. He looks like he's 14. Are you serious? I actually called our cousin Jack um because our cousin Jack is a master gardener. I asked Jack for the title of his job. He's a master gardener. Ooh. And I was asking him for if 
we could be pen pals with him because I'm now I'm trying to tell this student you can be a gardener you can do that as a profession. Yes. Yeah. So um, Jack uh, is going to hook me up with some people in our community that he knows from college that do gardening and in urban landscaping. And, yeah. Cool. They they even have a farm on a truck that I'm going to have yes. come to our school if we can. Yes, so, I've seen that before. That's so. Yeah, cool. there are kids that want to garden, and I I love getting them into that because I also like gardening. Yeah. I know you do too. Well, and you're in you're in an urban area and what's so cool is that there are more oh. urban gardens popping up now so that kids in the city yeah the community gardens enjoy, enjoy the gardening yeah we are planning now a field trip um my partner tracy and i seeing our students get so passionate about it we were inspired that we're going to take a field trip to um the, there's a high school in our city called Bryan high school that has a very intense um gardening program we're going to take a field that's trip great. to their garden if we can, and then we're going to go to a community garden in the area. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so it should be And I be know fun. you've also taken them in the fall to the pumpkin patch, yes, too. which and is at a locally owned a local farm. farm. Yeah. yeah. That's neat. And then this same student told me, I was, I was surprised because Omaha has... Um, one of the best zoos in the country. I think it's ranked number one. I think it's one. number one, yeah. Um, this student told me he has never been to the zoo and he's <gasps> dreaming of going to wow. the zoo. This is not a newcomer ESL student. Oh, my um, And I said, you know what? We are going to get you to the zoo. So yeah. we do our zoo field trip every year. To see these fifth and sixth graders, most of them are coming from other countries and they've never been to a zoo before. And seeing them see a zoo for the first time... Nothing brings, speaking of teaching with joy, nothing brings me more joy. So let's talk about what we're treating ourselves to lately. Carrie, you okay. start. Well, we have a big splurge coming up in our family. We are heading to take our kids to Disney World at the end of May. They, so your girls are so excited. Yes, my girls are so excited. Our four year old Eddie doesn't quite know what's going to happen. What's in his future? He'll love, it, he'll he gets love there. it when he's there. Yeah, and I've been certainly showing him lots of Mickey Mouse videos lately. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're <laughs> so excited. And this morning, I was online and I was buying the tickets to the park and doing. I was reading some blogs of uh, like you know how to not exactly cut coupons for Disney World, but um, some money sense ideas yeah. of how to save money on vacation. And uh, but we're just super excited and. And the countdown has begun at our house for Disney, oh my for Disney World. So how did you guys tell your kids and, like, how did they react to it? Oh, my gosh. Because I know it's kind of just a surprise. I know. It was it was a huge surprise. We were at a our church's church and school auction, and they were advertising a Florida trip for one of the auction items. My husband did not talk to me about it ahead of time. And it and again it was a huge surprise, but he mm-hmm. started bidding on it and he got it um, at the auction and it was like from that I point it. forward it was so exciting and we waited a couple weeks. When you told to me about the it the next day, your excitement I made know, me so I happy. Know. And we waited yeah. to tell the kids because we wanted to make sure we had all of our ducks in a row and everything. Yeah. Um, we're going to surprise them with one more thing. 
their cousin, they have one cousin on my husband's side. She is going to meet us there. She with, is the most with, darling uh, girl. My husband's brother and his wife. Mm-hmm. They're going to show up at the condo. And, and they don't even and know they're coming. it's going to be a surprise that their cousin's showing up. So wow. that's going to be pretty, pretty Don't exciting. let them hear this episode. Oh, that's right. Don't play this podcast at our Luckily, house. they don't usually listen. I don't think they've been listening. So. That's so fun. I'm really know, excited, I'm excited for you guys. And I hope just, I think Thank half you. the fun of a trip is looking forward yeah. to it. Planning, yeah. And reading some websites, and uh, the girl, yeah. my oldest, was asking if she could search on YouTube to see videos of what Disney World looks like because they, you know, they've never yeah. been. They don't know exactly what what exactly is at Disney World other than Mickey Mouse. So yeah, we've been kind of looking at a few YouTube videos too. I think it's so neat to get to take some trips. Sometimes we are really looking forward to um, in October. Um, we are going to be going to Notre Dame as a family. Um, that's something fun to look forward to. And I am just so excited. And actually Ryan and I decided we are not going to bring the girls because there's going to be some events going on, like the football game and we're going to go to a family mass, some certain things that the girls just wouldn't be able to do very well with. Because your daughters are, one is under one. Yes. And 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 a baby and a two-year-old. And we were even just talking about how are we going to get there? How are we, were we going to fly, rent a car that had car seats or Mm -hmm. were we going to drive nine hours? So Ryan's parents are going to come and stay with the girls here in our house with our dog. Bless their hearts. They're the best grandparents ever. I love that when I asked my mother-in-law about it, it was as if she had won the lottery. She oh was so excited. What and a she great told grandma. Us, she told us this summer, um, Ryan and I should go like to Kansas City for a night or something, and they'll study with the girls. I'm like, yes, yes. Oh, um, wow. I mean, I, That's so nice. It'll be nice. I'm looking forward to just, I haven't been, yeah, just you a trip with Ryan. You haven't been on a trip with your husband yeah. without the kids. It's going to be pretty awesome. For a while. So. Yeah. yeah that's Looking nice. forward to that. Well, everyone, take time to treat yourself, whether it's a glass of wine, just taking a bubble bath, whatever it is for you. Let us know your ideas on how you're treating yourself during the school day or in the evenings. And if you can subscribe, like us on iTunes, that is a great help to us. It'll help us keep the podcast going. That's right. Thanks for listening. You rock. Let's talk about the school day with one another. And then let's talk about ways we can recover. Netflix, binges, and margaritas are required if you want to make it as a teacher. Teacher, treat yourself. Teacher, treat yourself. Teacher, treat yourself. Don't be afraid. A chance you don't need to be pregnant for maternity pants. It's hard making sure these students follow the rules. You deserve to take a dip in a hot swimming pool. Teacher, treat yourself, teacher, treat yourself, teacher, treat yourself, teacher, treat yourself, teacher. Treat yourself, teacher, treat yourself. This is not like other professions. We get so invested, it's like an obsession. We push them all year towards graduation. Then we work on lesson plans through summer vacation. 
deserve a break. Teacher, treat yourself. 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 Teacher, treat yourself.